Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. As I was seeking the Lord's heart about what to share with you today and asking him, God, what what is on your heart for the listeners? I knew that I knew that I knew that he wanted to encourage you from Psalm 23 verses two and three, these particular words were what um, stood out as I was praying for you. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. The Lord wants you to know that in this season, one of the most vital things that he's doing in your life is teaching you the importance and the power of internal stillness. We walk through life every day, sometimes battered and bruised, sometimes doing great, but still busy and still sometimes distracted. But he wants us to continually be restored and refreshed in his presence. And all we have to do is pause, become still on the inside, return our gaze back to him. Those still waters, you know, it isn't just a, it's not like it's a, I'm not saying that there won't be a time that, you know, Jesus leads us besides a very still pond or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that those still waters are inside of us. Those still waters is the Holy Spirit one with our spirit. He is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace and those still waters are within us. You don't have to, you don't have to to go anywhere else other than to the one, returning your attention to the one who's inside of you. I love how it, Um, how Brian wrote it in the Passion Translation. It says, He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. People have been reaching out to me. You know, some people are feeling like they are having trouble finding peace. Some people are in a place of great peace and are so grateful for that. But they are saying, man, I I just feel so desperate for Jesus. I so long to know him more. I want to hear him more clearly. You know, we have to remember that this desire is birthed by his spirit in us. It's a gift. We don't have to strive or cry out, cry out in desperation. Um, like, that we have to beseech him, you know, as if he's far away because he isn't. He's in us. We are vessels of the living God. And Hosea eleven fourteen says that he is drawing us with cords of love. He gently and kindly pulls us into his presence with love. You don't have to cry out and say, but God, why aren't you answering me? God, I want to know you. Please let me know you. No, be still. 
be still and know that I am God, he says. Be still and know that I am God. And you know, it isn't a be still and if you're still long enough, I'll speak to you. It isn't a be still and if you could get yourself quiet enough, then I'll give you the answer you need. No, it's be still and know. Know what? That I am God. That's a pretty powerful statement. God is love. God is our shepherd. God is our savior. God is our healer. God is omnipotent. He is our creator. He is our master. He's a lover of our soul. Everything. He is our wisdom. He's our provider. Everything we need is found in him. Acts 17, 28, in him we live and move and have our being. Everything we need, every wisdom, every guidance, everything is in him. Every protection, every provision, when we don't know what to do, it's Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you. I will teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. With my eye. This isn't a striving to find peace. This isn't a striving to be still even. It's an absolute surrender. It is a heart-to-heart lifestyle. It is a gazing on our beloved Locking eyes with him. Locking eyes with him, knowing that we already have our attention. He is teaching us the importance of stillness, no matter what is happening around us. Where we learn to trust his love, no matter what. When when we're absolutely convinced that he loves us, it's so easy to completely surrender. You know, I'm thinking about, it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty uncomfortable, I'll say, to allow someone you don't trust with your heart, with your you know, someone who you don't really, really know who loves you and, tr- and you trust, it's really hard to lean into their embrace. You know, I'm just imagining someone sitting on a couch together or a, a bench together and I see the woman just snuggled up against, in, you know, with the, with the man's arm wrapped around her and she's just snuggled and confident and resting. It's hard to to do that with someone you don't trust. But God is drawing us into a place where we can lean, we can rest. We allow our hearts to be completely convinced so that we can be those laid down lovers. That we are not striving to find his presence. We are not striving for answers. Or just with hearts open, absolutely convinced, staring into his eyes, convinced of his love, knowing that he will speak when he's ready, knowing that he will direct 
knowing that he will fight, knowing that he will give us wisdom, knowing he'll give us the scriptures that he wants us to, to hold on to and to meditate on and to agree with as we speak him forth. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. I know that this is a very, oh, crazy time, right? But that's why we need to know who we are. We need to know, most importantly, who he is. Be still and know that I am God. He wants us to know him. He wants us to look at his eyes so that he can lead us. And, you know, God will speak. He will give you what you're asking for. But yeah, I'm just thinking about, there's been so many times, you know, people have reached out to me and said, you know, I've, I've had quiet time. I've been really quiet and I haven't heard him saying anything to me. He's not answering my questions and I don't know what to do. And I'm thinking about even when I'm doing a fast sometimes that I'm like, God, you know, I just spent 21 days and you didn't answer my particular prayer that I was asking and asking you for wisdom on. And then all of a sudden, a couple days after the fast is over, someone will say something to me that was exactly what I needed to hear, or I'll open my Bible and a scripture that I hadn't even thought of pops up, or I'll have a dream, or he'll just speak to me when I'm not actually pressing in to get an answer, but I'm just enjoying him. These moments of being still are to restore us, to remind us how much he loves us. These moments of stillness are vital because they allow us to hear in ways that we can't hear when we're racking our brains. He wants to revive us. He wants to give us wisdom. But I am reminding you again of the importance of stillness. And it isn't just a, a one-time thing. It is a lifestyle. He wants us to embrace peace as a lifestyle. Let me tell you, the more you choose peace as a lifestyle, the easier it is to stay in that place of his presence, to stay in the awareness of his presence, to stay in peace. And then when things start going chaotic and you feel yourself rising with anxiety or stress, it feels very obvious, very wrong. Um, that happened to me a couple months ago. I was, there was something happening in our, in our life and man, I was, I could feel the anxiety rising. I could feel the fear. I could, it just felt so, um, odd, you know, it just didn't feel the way I knew I was supposed to feel. And I thought, okay, this is not my normal. This, this fear, this anxiety, this is not my normal. And this is not who I am. And so I would choose to settle back into his presence, to center into the awareness of who he is inside of me. And I want to read you guys, um, I think I'll read a couple of um, excerpts from our devotional, I Hear His Whisper. 
and I think I will read, which one should I read first? Let's see. I'll start with this one. And um, so this is from, I hear his whisper, a devotional that I wrote with Brian Simmons. Um, and this one I wrote and it was actually, I'll read two to you that I wrote and they were very personal words to me. And he told me when I was writing the devotional, which prophetic words were not just for me, that they were also for you. And this was one of them. And he said, even when you cannot sense me, I am here. I hear every prayer and see every sigh of your heart. I know every thought you think I am with you right now. I promised to never leave you. It may feel like I've stepped back, left you without direction or the sound of my voice, but I haven't. My seeming silence is a lesson, a reminder to be still, to find me by embracing the quiet I want your mind to find. It isn't that I'm not speaking. Often I'm just speaking in a way you don't recognize. Pay attention to the cues of life all around you. I speak in many ways and through many different instruments. Remember the countless times I led you to an answer in surprising ways. I know how to get you where you need to go. Always remember that I am faithful. If all you hear is silence, yield to that silence. You will find me there. And the scripture that I use for that one is from Psalm 62, verses 5 and 6 in the Passion. It says, I am standing in absolute stillness, silent before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my Savior, and he will not fail me, for he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. And I, that was such a very strong personal word. And I've shared on here probably a couple times um, about this, about how, if all you hear is silence, yield to that silence, because that's what he told me. He said, look, this is what you need right now. You need quiet. You know, sometimes we just need to be still and know that he is God. We need to allow ourselves, to, we need to take our hands off and say, God, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you and I am asking you, let me know you. Who do you want to be for me in this season? And I want to read to you one more um one more devotion from that book. And the Lord said, There are seasons to fight and seasons to rest. In these seasons, when peace seems like nothing more than a dusty artifact and you can't find the right words to pray, let alone remember how to raise a battle cry, you must rest. You must let me be your fierce protector. You must trust that you'll be safe in my arms. The ones that were spread wide in full surrender to the Father, just as you must surrender to me. Will you let me fight for you? I'm not telling you to lay down and give up. I'm telling you that you must be okay with stillness in the middle of a battle. 
You must listen when I encourage you to rest. You must trust me enough to release yourself to rest, to give you permission, to give yourself permission to stop thinking, to find refreshing in my presence so you can receive a new strategy that is going to look totally different than what you expected. I want to be for you what you cannot be for yourself. (laughs) That's so good. You know when to push, to declare, to, to fight, and to dance over pain, but you also must learn to rest. And the scripture for that one is from Song of Songs, chapter 2, verse 6. In the Passion, it says, His left hand cradles my head while his right hand holds me close. I am at rest in this love. Friends, this is what he's saying to you today. Allow yourself to rest in his love. Let him lead you beside still waters into his luxurious love. Let him restore and revive your soul. Because now he is calling all of us to come into a a new level in our relationships with him. Where we are not up and down, up and down, up and down, back and forth, doing great, doing horrible. There is a steady walk with the Lord that he is calling all of us to know. He wants those still waters to be the only waters inside of us. He doesn't want us worried about the storms. He wants us to come into a place where we are completely at rest in his love. And that isn't a lazy, I do nothing. But it is a, my eyes are on you and you will show me. You will guide me with your eye. You will teach and instruct me. And whether I get an answer in an hour or I get an answer in a month, I will trust you because I know you love me. So I pray that that you will allow yourself to gaze again, that you will allow yourself to let go, to remember who he is, to be still and know that he is God, that he is the faithful one who loves you all the time, no matter what, he loves you. And he's inside of you and he is one with you and you are powerful. And the most powerful one is inside of you. So I encourage you for the rest of this week, for the rest of this month, the rest of your life, (laughs) for the rest of this week and even the rest of this month, I really encourage you take time for stillness. Take time. If you have to get up a little bit earlier, do it. Find time for stillness. I was, I, let me tell you, I know for some of you, you're saying, well, I can't because I work. I can't because I have small kids and and there's no condemnation. You find time when you can find time, but I know how much stillness and quiet with the Lord has completely changed my life. And and also fasting. 
There's something that happens when you refrain from food and hunger kicks in and you deny your natural body and you say, no, I want to get quiet. There's something that happens when your spirit, soul, and body gets quiet that it changes you. Guys, it's like it fine. Every time I've done a fast um, where I've actually you know, refrained from food. Um, there's so many different ways to fast, but where I really pushed away the plate so that I could embrace him. When I felt hunger and it was uncomfortable, after a couple days, my spiritual senses were so, so heightened. And it's such a beautiful way to be still. And if you can get away, you know, if you have responsibilities, step away from work, step away from anything that you're responsible for. It, it really, if possible, I know it's not always easy to do that, but it changes us. And if you need um, help in that fasting time, I have a devotional called The Encounter. It's 40 days. It's called The Encounter, 40 Days of Fasting with Jesus. You don't have to do 40 days of fasting. You can literally do half a day of fasting if you really want. But there are 40 days worth of devotions for times of fasting in there. And you can find it um, on my website. You can find it on Amazon. You could pretty much find it everywhere. But um, yeah, I love you guys. And I really encourage you tune in to the one who is inside of you. Love him. Be still and know that he is with you. Know that he is God and he will lead you. He will guide you. This is a new time of standing in our identity, not just so that we can live in peace, but so that we can be a help to the world around us so that we could be the voice of wisdom and peace, so that we can carry and pour out his heart to the people around us. This is going to be a really important um, way of living now, where we know who we are, so that we could speak truth into all of the chaos around us. Love you guys. I hope this has been a blessing to you. I would really, really appreciate if, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go, um, whether you're listening on Apple podcast, wherever, and please, um, give me a star rating and or leave a review. That is so helpful. It's the only way that Apple pushes the podcast forward to more, um, listeners is by more reviews. So, Spread the word, leave a review. I would really appreciate it. Love you guys. This is Gretchen Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me. If this podcast has been a blessing, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing. If you'd like, you can also sew into this ministry. If you dream of writing a devotional, consider my e-course, Exhale. At this time, I've written and co-authored 10 devotionals, most of them landing on Amazon's bestsellers list, and I am so excited to share what I've learned about writing devotionals with you. You can find a free lesson on my website, 
You can sign up for my bi-weekly encouraging emails or discover some other goodies, sew into the ministry. All of that can be done on GretchenRodriguez.com.